I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast. This episode might be a little intense, and if that is not something you're interested in listening to at the moment, I more than understand it's totally fine. We sometimes are in the mood and we sometimes aren't, and if it's not the headspace that we're in, I just wanted to give a disclaimer that I'm feeling a little low and I'm feeling a little sad and I'm I'm missing my mom and I'm currently in the process of planning a celebration for her life in September and I don't know what possessed me to send it's because it's a Monday morning so I sent out invitations this morning and I'm starting to get responses and it's all coming to me at the studio and I should have thought about that and just sent them out after but I didn't have the foresight for it I was just thinking in terms of urgency and wanting to get the information out there and now I'm just picturing all of the details. Um, my mom was a really big fan of tea. It was one of her favorite hobbies and passions, and she would make hot tea every single morning. And before I would go to school, I would sit down and we would have tea time. Our dog Keegan would sit on my lap, and I, when my mom retired from teaching, her first job that she wanted for God knows why was to work at Tivana in the mall. And so she took it upon herself to do that. Um, and I'm throwing her a tea party and I'm just thinking about all the details and the thing that's really getting me right now. Oh my God. It's just her urn sitting at the table because I want her to be there for it. And I'm like, oh, that's too much. That's too much to process. That's too, 
too much to think about and I'm so grateful that this podcast is a diary of my life and though I sometimes fear discussing death and grief so publicly, it seems like a special experience. It seems like a specific and individual limited experience, but it's incredibly universal. We know that we're going to live and we know that we're going to die and sometimes people experience death they're not prepared for sooner than they're ready for. Though it's universal, it's a hard concept to swallow. My therapist tells me this all the time. She's like, you've experienced more death in your first quarter of life than some people do in their entire life. If that makes me a spokesperson for grief and death and discussion of the afterlife and mourning awareness, by all means, put the hat on my head because I'm capable of wearing it. But God, I just... I woke up fighting demons this morning too. <laughs> completely separately I wasn't even thinking about grief I just felt a little dead inside this morning ironically enough which let me make it clear you never have to worry about me when I say things like this are they true yeah but do you need to be concerned not at all not at all I can promise you that I had a wave this morning when I was driving to the podcast studio where I just was in silence driving no music no podcast nothing and I started to feel a lot better and I sat down at the studio and I started recording ad reads, was doing well, finished up last week's episode, had it go live, feeling good, and then the RSVP started coming and now it's time for me to record the episode and I'm thinking, shucks, that was not wise, that was not a smart decision. But I think that maybe the disclaimer was a little premature because I doubt I will be speaking about this for the next 45 minutes. I just wanted to put it out there that that's the headspace I'm in and that's what's going on with me personally that's going to impact this episode. This weekend was hard. It wasn't my favorite. I had a really good week. I had a lot of fun things happen. I got a new laptop. I went rock climbing three or four times. I worked on an exciting project career-wise. I also am working on launching something in addition to that, so I had two career projects that were fun. I also went to a run club this week. That was really great. I want to give a huge shout out to TK, TK Juicy Poles, and her Making Moves podcast. Check out TK everywhere, all over the internet, but she's such a fun girl, and I'm just starting to get to know her more, and God, I think I finally met my brainstorm match. I thought I loved to brainstorm more than anyone. I think she might like to brainstorm more than I do, so it's amazing. We rode to Venice together and back and so many different ideas popped up and I could have just kept going forever. Within that run club experience, I also had a nice chat and I was discussing, I think in last episode or the one, the importance of jealousy or the value of jealousy, how I spent the last year and the first half of this year really relaxing and trying to heal. I'm feeling very career motivated at the moment, which is nice to have back in my sphere because after losing my mom, I made it a huge priority to just heal and grieve and mourn and experience loss and not put any pressure on myself. And it's nice to get to the point of finding balance and then finding joy and then being able to feel able to think about not just surviving. So it was also fun to just have career brainstorms and 
think about that and work on career stuff. But I did spend a lot of time inside this week and I've been traveling. And when I travel, I'm out and about and I'm on my feet and I'm in the sun. And those are all things that make me feel healthy and alive. And I wasn't doing that. So though I was moving forward in my life, I was not feeling very happy because I wasn't on my feet and I wasn't outside in fresh air. So I'm going to make that a priority this week. I also need to come up with my priorities and my goals and my plans for August because right now I just have ample time ahead of me and that ooh, talk about existential dread when I'm like and then I just do this every day for the rest of my life it's not a freeing feeling whereas for example my friend was coming home last night and she wanted to watch something on tv and she told me she's coming back from the west side she'll be home in an hour suddenly knowing that I didn't just have the rest of the night to myself, but I had an hour to myself, made me so much more productive. I whip out the headphones, I start editing the podcast. I am in zone. This is something I just need to figure out. I think it's a little bit of an ADHD thing. Could be a little bit of a personal thing. I just like having slots in my calendar and then being able to use my free time purposefully. This is an ongoing issue, or I shouldn't say it's an ongoing issue, it's an ongoing lesson that I'm learning. Thank God for Google Calendar, though. Truly, I talked about this also in the Value of Jealousy episode, that that has been a new healthy habit that I've acquired, where not just work events, but personal life events, too, they go in the calendar if I'm getting dinner with someone, because so often I'll wake up in the morning and someone's like, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to get dinner tonight? I'm like, yeah, sure. Not realizing that three days ago I said I would get dinner with someone on this day. So it's nice to have that in the calendar. It's also nice to have it in the calendar that way I know, okay, you only have three hours in the first half of the day and four hours in the second half of the day to do whatever you need to do around these scheduled things. So I want to come up with a plan for August because I also am having a little like post-vacation blues because I went to Mexico and then I went to the Hamptons two weekends in a row and was in Europe before that, was doing some fun things and I can't lie, like now that I'm home. I'm not doing the whole go, go, go lifestyle that I oh so love and to avoid that or to counteract that I should say I want to come up with some more plans. So I know for a fact this week I will be attending Run Club again which is in Venice and it's a four and a half mile run around the canals, down the beach, down the coast. It's nice. And then afterwards, it's it's a good way to be active and social. It's a very healthy habit. So went last week and I want to go again. Also, my friend and I are rock climbing every other day. I might need to take another day off though. My biceps, my triceps, my lats, and my core are so sore right now. <laughs> but it's been good. I've talked about rock climbing a little bit. Funny enough, I really enjoyed rock climbing as a kid. And... That was the first sport that I ever, mm, no, gymnastics was. But when I was three years old, uh, there was a sports store called Galleons in Virginia. And there was a giant, I don't know how giant it actually is. It was giant when you were three. Rock wall at the back of the store. I climbed it so fast, flashed it my first time, which means you get all the way up to the top. First try when I was three and so I became super obsessed with it and started going to rock climbing camp in the summer and I had a rock climbing birthday party. I had several rock climbing birthday parties and then faded away. This was a very early childhood hobby. I would say from like three to nine I was really into rock climbing and then picked up different sports and different activities throughout my life and for some reason it became sort of popular within 
a friend group adjacent to me in Los Angeles and then went one time, really enjoyed it. Now I have a membership and I'm going pretty consistently. It's nice. I'm also pretty obsessed with watching different technique videos on YouTube and I'm having an itch to like go to the gym and this is how daydreamy I can be. I'll walk you through it. So it's a hobby. That's all it is. I'm also, I though I'm not like quote unquote technically new to it, I don't think pulling from experience, let's see, I'm 27. We'll say I haven't done it. Realistically, we'll say I haven't done it since I was 11. So I'm pulling from experience 16 years ago. I don't know how reputable that is. So we'll say that I'm more or less new. Maybe I'm intermediate, we're being generous, but my fantasy right now is that I will bring a camera crew to the wall and I'll teach people how to climb and then I will have clients and I will teach people how to climb at the gyms. I think that that would be so fun. This is something two years in the making, I would say. Like, I think that, I don't think that that could even be a possibility for like another year, if not two or three but that's where my head's at now. Like, yeah, I want to teach people how to climb. It's like, girl, you're still learning how to climb, but I think it'd be so fun. I'm so, so, so intrigued by the concept of having clients. I just don't know what I would teach right now because I loved working out with Jane K. Simmons and she has clients that she personally trains throughout the week. Hairdressers have clients that they cut their hair. Waxers, any sort of service worker. I just love the idea of interacting with people in the physical form and I do that so frequently digitally. Like what can I do? What can I do to work in a physical way with my viewers and my subscribers? What do I what do I do or my listeners? What do I do? I don't know. Something to brainstorm. I'm brainstorming so many things right now. I don't know. I will say that I have a lot of gratitude for that. I have a lot of creative energy right now and my brain is very open. So that I, I sh- maybe I'll do a little gratitude list because I'm feeling a little meh right now as I expressed in the beginning of this episode. Let's think of some things that I'm grateful for. Okay, so starting off with what I just said. One, very grateful for my current creative energy, feeling curious and inspired in the direction of career and work. Two, I kind of love that my core is sore. That's cool. Three, I love that Emily is living in Los Angeles right now. That brings me a ton of joy. Four, my apartment's air conditioning is now working, which is great for the summer heat. Five, I am over the moon obsessed with this toilet paper X Longchamp horse tote that I have. I really love it. Also, six, I'm so obsessed with how much I've been traveling. Seven, I found out that I was conned by a dentist and recommended a root canal when I don't actually need one at all. And I'm so grateful that I got a second opinion because I almost spent $5,000 when I already spent an absurd amount on a cleaning and x-rays. I spent like three times what you should spend on that. So that I'm grateful (laughs) for. Because I was supposed to go to Italy, or I am supposed to get go to Italy with my friends. And I almost couldn't go because I had to spend a small fortune on a root canal and a crown. Turns out I don't need either of those things. I'm also grateful for my handwriting. I'm looking at my list of podcast notes right now and it looks beautiful. 
And then finally, I'm grateful for my will. I have a will to do so many things. I have so much drive. My will to live is so strong. My will to experience life fully, to experience happiness, to find joy is strong, to say the least. So, huh, I'm going to keep doing that and list those in my head on the way home. They say that gratitude is the antidote not to misery. What do they say it is? <laughs> BRB while I Google. Gratitude is the antidote for negative emotions. Gratitude is the antidote for fear. Gratitude is the antidote to bitterness and resentment. I don't know what I was looking for, but I don't think it's any of those. Point is, all of these pop therapy terms and advice, such as like the power of gratitude, become so tired and so trite that they can lose their actual value because you're like, oh, I know, be grateful. When in reality, that's so absolutely important. So you should take a little time when you're brushing your teeth or when you're driving home or walking to think of a few things that you're grateful for. Maybe give it a time limit. Like, what am I grateful for in the past week? Because also in the past week, I got a new laptop. That's actually really huge. And all of these lucky experiences fell into my lap so much so that the Apple employees were like, can you rub this luck on us? And one of the other customers and her daughter, I was like brushing all of their arms. I was like, have some luck, have some luck, have some luck. Because it's not even worth going into because it's so so many like little technical terms of like something went wrong with my trade and I ended up getting cash in my account and then something went wrong and I ended up getting like an extra gift card to Apple and a lot of things that they're like, I don't even understand what's happening. And then also I was in Urban Outfitters and I somehow got like an extra random $10 off my purchase because of something that, whatever. It all happened in a short amount of time. And everyone's like, go buy a lottery ticket. This is insane. So give yourself a little timeline to think of things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for randomly being okay at bowling. I was going a couple times Maybe, I think I went two or three times in a week and I was starting to bowl pretty well. So random skill that I was picking up, that's kind of fun. I'm also grateful that I was able to run four miles. All right, y'all, I could list these things on and on and on. I was also recently asked what are five things I could talk about for hours? And I also think that's a great question to ask yourself. I know for me, one of them is the afterlife. I could go on and on and on about our life and our death and what happens to us. I could talk about souls and time. Those could be four separate things like the afterlife, time, death, souls, or it could just be lumped into one category, but God, I could talk about that forever and ever and ever. I don't know why I don't discuss it more here. I think probably because it's so personal, you know, and it's so fluid. These are not concrete descriptions because oftentimes I'll talk about where my headspace is at, but these are also ideas and that's part of the, the concept of the Lexi podcast. I say we're going to answer real life questions and explore your daydreams too and well, one of my daydreams, I already expressed it with you, is I want to teach rock climbing. I'm not qualified, but that doesn't stop me from wanting. As for the afterlife and my thoughts on that, I do firmly believe that our crossed loved ones can still contact us and I do believe that they use animals and numbers and coins and sounds and lights and electricity to contact us 
I firmly believe that we are all in the same house. They're just in another room, and though we can't see them, doesn't mean that they're not there. But yeah, if you guys ever have questions regarding that, maybe I should ask on Instagram and do a little episode about it. I love anything imaginative. Anything imaginary I could really discuss for a long time. There's very few concrete things that could hold my attention for just as long. That's where I start to get a little sleepy, a little lost. I love talking to people. I can only talk about people for so long. Also, it makes me feel like shit afterwards. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not above gossiping, but after a little bit of time, I'm like, I feel really gross and I feel guilty and God, if this ever comes back to bite me, I'm going to feel even worse because I didn't even enjoy it to begin with, but I don't want it to sound high and mighty. Like, of course, I talk shit just like the next guy. But to back up, I do think thinking about five things that you could talk about for hours is a really great way to just signal to yourself your interests and your passions. Something that might surprise you that I'm not able to talk about for too long is books. Books to me are such a personal experience. Unless someone else has read the book, happy to talk about it. But oddly enough, when someone's asking the book I'm currently reading... I think probably because a lot of people aren't actually interested in it and way less people read. I've gone on dates recently and people just don't even read books. I'm like, ew, ew, grow up. But when they ask me about them, I'm like, I know you don't care. And there's nothing I hate more than speaking when someone's not listening. I don't care to hear the sound of my own voice, (laughs) says the host of a solo podcast. But in conversation, you, you know what I mean? If I feel eyes or ears tune out mid-discussion, mid-story, I'm over it too. And I will stop. I'll wait until someone says, no, keep going. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm okay not finishing the story. I'll be a little petty in that sense because it's like, listen or don't. I don't care to tell this story. You asked. All right, now that I have a little energy, let's get into your questions. Every single week I ask on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. And let's see what you asked. But first, a word from today's sponsors. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. If you're looking for a way to unwind and a fun new beverage, let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's made with real fruit, no added sugar, and infused with functional ingredients so it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. My favorite flavor is the strawberry rose. Raspberry lemon's also really great. 
it's nice for when you're chilling on the couch, unwinding at home, treating yourself for a night in. I also don't mind taking them in the car with me. I love a little car roadie. And you deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Oh, Georgina, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. You asked, what are your favorite meals to have at home? I don't love eating alone. I really don't. And Tyra's been gone lately, and I'm catching myself Uber eatsing, Ubering eats. What would we call the verb of ordering food for delivery on Uber Eats? I digress. Favorite meals to have at home? Like, I couldn't tell you the last meal that I ate at home that I thoroughly enjoyed. Maybe it's because it's summer, and I'm just being a little lazy. The point is, I would be lying to you if I told you that I had a favorite meal to cook at home, because I could not even tell you the last meal that I really cooked at home. A PB&J? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm, I'm making a lot of leftovers. I did grill a bunch of vegetables. This is true. I normally have vegetables in the fridge. But, like, yogurt? I don't know. Embarrassing stuff. Tima's Wanders asked, How does life feel now compared to 10 years ago? Did you imagine yourself this happy? Funny enough that you said 10 years ago because when I was 17 was one of the hardest years of my life. Boyfriend was in rehab. Grandpa was suicidal. Mom was in the hospital. Grandma wasn't doing well because grandpa wasn't doing well. Dad and I weren't doing well because the stress was getting to us both, so we were definitely fighting and not, we were not thriving. I was living at a friend's. I wasn't failing school, but I was getting a C, and that was very, very, very unlike me. So I had a tutor, and that that feels very minuscule, but it's all relative. I don't know. I feel stupid for including that detail, but whatever. It meant a lot to me at the time. It was painful. It was dark. That was probably the time in my life that I was, how do I say this? No, that's probably when I had my lowest will to live, you know, to put it in a nicer way and to know that I moved to California and I Moved to California twice, actually. You moved to California, didn't love it, then moved to New York and had this gorgeous, beautiful chapter. Moved back to California to do it over again, and it's even better than you could have ever imagined. You have friends all over the world. You have places that feel like home all over the world. And people that you met when you were 13 that feel like family to you to this day. People that you met when you were 13 on YouTube, might I add, that feel like family to this day. You're still tight with hometown friends, first move friends, New York friends. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if someone told me that if I made it out alive, that I would be much happier, but I'm proud to say that I am. Emily Rudisil. All right, now let's bring it to a simple question. Emily asked, wine or beer? Beer. Daisy asked for my gas station order. God, I don't... When was the last time that I got it? Probably a really fat, smart water. Sorry, that's a disappointing answer. Mel asked for my favorite things to do in New York City. She just moved here. Congratulations, welcome to New York. Spend as much time out in the city as possible. Like, that's why you're there. You're there for the city. Learn your neighborhood. Spend so much time running, walking around your neighborhood just to get to know it, get to know the city streets, your favorite blocks, your favorite coffee shops, your favorite parks. 
I don't know why in my head you're living in Hell's Kitchen. Like, that's completely being pulled out of nowhere. But in my head, you're, like, near uh, the Hudson River. So go see that. But you could be in Brooklyn. You could be on the east side. Go look at the East River. Go go bike across the bridge. Go out at night. Stay up all night dancing. Eat the best Italian food. Have dollar pizza. Enjoy yourself. Truly just enjoy yourself. Go meet people. Go talk to everyone that you possibly can. Share your dreams. Go chase them. Yeah, love it. Berlin Ferry asked, what's my ultimate comfort movie? I need a good movie for a rainy summer night. Parent Trap is my go-to comfort movie. Randomly, I'm still kind of obsessed with Avatar 2. Is that going to become a comfort movie? Potentially. That'd be a funny comfort movie. I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a tight call between The Parent Trap and Avatar Way of Water. But Parent Trap for sure is mine. Madison asked if I would ever visit Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Would love to. But probably in the winter, right? Because it's winter. I mean, winter for us. It's winter there now. Catherine asked, how to not look at a guy's following? Let's see. I'm thinking of guys that I'm... Like, right now, I just, if they want to follow another girl, I'm going to let them. So be it. In my head, I'm like, that's not my business. Serena wants to know my travel plans. Well, Claudia, Tyra and I are going to Italy at the end of this month, and then I will be in Virginia in September. But I also would love to go to San Diego sometime this month. That would be great. Serena also wants to know, do I miss anything while traveling, like comfort? Honestly, I rarely get homesick. I get adjusted very quickly. This is such a logistic miss, but sometimes when traveling, Wi-Fi and internet connection can be quite weak, whereas I always trust it at my house, at my home base. But I really hardly miss anything when I'm traveling. I really sink my teeth into the experience and live it fully. Marcia wants to know, do you want children? I definitely want to be a parent. I would love to be a parent. Marcia also wants to know my favorite hairstyle at the moment. I love the headband trend. I also love the little French braids with the bow. I think that's a really cute trend that people are wearing at the moment. I have a headband in right now. I probably wear braids three times a week. I haven't used heat on my hair in a while because I'm trying to have it grow. Also, I have brown hair. Have I not announced that? It's on my Instagram if you want to see it, but I'm no longer a blonde and it feels so good. I think I have announced it. I think I announced it last week announce what a crazy world we live in attention all my hair is brown palala wants to know hot tips for confidence starts with how you treat yourself you got to treat yourself right you can't bully yourself into confidence of course we've heard fake it till you make it but i honestly think that spending time in environments and around people that bring out your best self will inevitably make you confident When I'm around people that know, love, and support me, I feel incredibly confident. When I'm around someone who doesn't get me, who doesn't, who maybe sees the worst side of me or sees me in a way that I feel I've outgrown, this happens, I think, sometimes when we're hanging out with old friends that know us from our past and they'll bring up, like, classic behavior and see us in a way that we aren't anymore, I'll end up feeling not so confident. Another way that I feel very confident is when I'm put in a group of new people or put in an environment that I've never been in before because it really puts me to the test socially as well as seeing my adaptability 
and how quickly that can happen. And I feel ultimately very strong, which makes me feel very confident. Caitlin Cool asked how to not over-identify with your depressive self when you have bad days or slumps. This is my tactic that I have to use and I had to use it this weekend because I had a bad day and a half and you would have thought I had a bad life. I was being so dramatic. I have to go back and look through my camera roll and see what I did this week because I have to go through my camera roll or my Instagram archives or my texts and see what I've done this week and actually write down everything that I've done. Like, you went out to this amazing restaurant, you had an amazing dinner, you got tacos with your friend and you guys were giggling the entire time, you went rock climbing and got that, I got a V4 this week, which that's, I started at zero, so a four is is the highest that I've ever done. That was huge. That in itself is a week-worthy moment, but you would have thought, I missed my friend's birthday party. I didn't go out to my friend's DJ set this weekend because I was sick. What was me? Blah, blah, blah. I think it's really important to remember facts when feelings can become quite extreme to not let the feelings dictate the truth. Taylor wants to know my favorite affordable activewear. I mean, I love Nike. I love Adidas. But I will say that sometimes you can find really affordable activewear that's in great shape at TJ Maxx. My cousin swears by TJ Maxx. D's D's Details asked, what are characteristics of a girl's girl? Confidence, self-assurance, ease, lack of competitive nature in regards to sexual selection. If I had to guess when we're thinking of someone who's not traditionally a girl's girl, it's someone who is so quick to belittle another woman for her behavior in hopes to raise her own desirability so the opposite of that being a girl's girl would be someone who is relaxed and comfortable within their own skin to be okay regardless of who who is gaining attention from a man and no need to shift their behavior or to draw attention to your negative attributes in hopes to gain that attention that would be my guess what did you guys think of this episode I gave that whole disclaimer at the beginning and we may not even need it because ultimately I just needed to get a little personal update out of me and express it to you that I was doing something hard doing something a little painful but it ended up not requiring the entire episode to discuss so if you did make it through this episode and you did listen I'm I really appreciate it thank you truly thank you you guys are the best I love my podcast listeners to bits and pieces and I thank you truly thank you so if um you (laughs) now I'm shy and nervous I don't know thank you guys so much for listening I'll talk to you guys next week I'm all over the internet you could find me but if not I'll be here again talk to you soon xoxo Lexi